Welcome to Yo 11 Minutes. Yo 11 Minutes, mostly Vegas, no BS, casino experience, and more. Michael Traeger is a casino and travel loyalty expert who also helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It's going great. Thanksgiving was great. It's great to be back talking about Vegas. I'm overwhelmed by cyber sale emails, but that will hopefully end soon. Nothing just tries to be more crazy than getting like the 400th email from the same company in the course of three days, but maybe that's just me. Don't you love that? I mean, it really shows they care and that they're really, really thinking about you during the holidays. Isn't it just wonderful? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I, I think it's just everything, you know, when, when everything, you know what you say, it's like when you say everyone, when everyone's a VIP, nobody's a VIP. When you say everything's always on sale, then nothing's really on sale. It's like JCPenney. Everything is always on sale. It's the everyday sale. Nothing's ever really on sale. I get what you mean. That being said, it is time for the news and views. A new Gordon Ramsay burger is set to open at Flamingo in summer of 2024. This will be the second Gordon Ramsay burger location on the Strip, the first one being at Planet Hollywood. The 8,000 square foot space was designed by Des Motif Studios and features a large exhibition kitchen, island style bar as the restaurant social hub, expansive storefront windows, multiple dining zones, a nod to Britannia with Union Jack accents and dynamic flames throughout. The main dining room space has a warm and comfortable feel and offers views of the exhibition kitchen. The open air patio overlooks the bustling Las Vegas Strip and is anchored by a 25 foot tall LED column showcasing Gordon Ramsay burger imagery underneath the famous Flamingo Neon. Gordon Ramsay Burger at Flamingo Las Vegas will occupy the former bird bar space along Las Vegas Boulevard. And that's going to do it for the news. And now it's time for the views. Michael, what are your thoughts? Oh, Gordon. Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. I I happen to like a lot of the Gordon Ramsay franchises. I like Hell's Kitchen a lot. I think the consistency of the food is really good and the product. But I sometimes feel that there's becoming a little bit of overload on the Gordon Ramsay thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just me. I agree that everyone always wants a good burger. Burger places are a very safe type of place to open. But it just seems sometimes that there's just a little bit too much Gordon Ramsay. And I like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> do you do you sort of feel that way, or is it just me feeling overwhelmed by Gordon Ramsay? Sometimes? He's a bit he's a bit everywhere, I feel, in uh in Las Vegas. Um, I guess that's his thing. But I mean maybe he'll do something a new take on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know, or uh it's some really basic stuff, like you know, Gordon Ramsay oatmeal. Uh, you know, just really, really low level, uh, low rolling food, but Ramsey style. It'd be fun to see, you know, what his take on, on those things would be. I don't know. I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fine. I mean, the only thing that I miss sometimes are, you know, more independent kind of interesting restaurants like Peter Luger was so exciting. Why is it so exciting? Not because it's a steakhouse, but because it's an, it's more of like an independent, right? And it's sort of cool. And I like that. I like that a lot. And I think we don't have as much of that as we should, you know, as we as we should have or or as I would like to see. So, it'll be cool. And it's Flamingo, which is Flamingo. <laughs> so that's uh so I guess, you know, another another burger place to talk about. 
Yeah, I mean, any anything new coming to Flamingo is good for Flamingo because um, Flamingo is, you know, it's Flamingo. Um, it is what it is. Well, you know, Bugsy's really good. Bugsy and Meyer Steakhouse. I've heard. I've fl- heard good things. At yeah. Flamingo. And they also have a really good bar. And you can use your Diamond Plus daily drinks at that bar. And that's a really good place to do that. I've had like salad and French onion soup and used my uh, Diamond Plus drink vouchers because with Caesars Rewards, if you make Diamond Plus or above, you get four drink vouchers for $25 a day and you can use them at that bar. So that's pretty good, pretty good place to do. But it's, de- it's, it's very decent. I don't think it's like extraordinary but i think it's i think it's decent and it's definitely one of those places it's great to have like a salad or a soup at a bar you know it's like a nice atmosphere for that i I do wonder what's going to happen to johnny rockets over at flamingo like if uh you know they feel like they're going to have to compete or if johnny rockets is going to be shown the door or they're going to offer a uh probably lower prices i would assume than gordon ramsay burger but uh I guess you know you have low roller burger and then you have Gordon Ramsay burger. So I guess uh, I guess they'll have well, also to that's it out. in the food. Also that's in the food court at Flamingo. Yeah. So that might still stay. Actually, cool trivia question, which I could be totally wrong at this point. It could have changed by now. But the busiest Johnny Rockets in the country, last that I remember hearing, was the Johnny Rockets at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. That's interesting. Had no idea. I don't know much yeah. about Johnny Rockets trivia. I just know that there is one at Excalibur and <laughs> Flamingo. It's uh, Johnny Rockets is great. I mean, I think the one at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut's also open twenty four hours, which is sort of useful. And they they actually do an okay breakfast. I think it's I think it's a sort of okay fast food kind of franchise. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot, and it works really really well. In a casino. Actually, if I remember correctly, Mohegan Sun in Connecticut is so large, they actually had two Johnny Rockets. Ooh. Two Johnny Rockets. Wow. Yeah, that's. I'm just waiting. But I'll wait to see if anyone corrects us. We need some people to, like, correct, like, to catch me on things so that I can, like, apologize for making errors on the show. Yes, we are looking for a fact checker here at Yo Eleven Minutes. Uh, it's not That's a paid right. position, but you get bragging rights, and of course, we'll mention you in each episode when you prove us wrong about something. So, if you want to uh, be part of that, what email address can they uh, can they mail to, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> what email? <laughs> tips tips at travelzork dot com. T i p s at travelzork dot com. Tell us what errors, or you could tweet us. Because Twitter is always so good for basically being controversial and telling people what they're doing wrong. So you feel free Agreed. to feel free to tweet me every time I fuck up. <laughs> Be sure to mention the episode number so so that we can you know uh, uh, fact check along with you on which exactly. Yes, absolutely, episode. absolutely. Very important. All right. That being said, it is time for the tease. Take it away, Michael. Okay. So today's tease is all about mini bars and room service, two of my favorite topics at hotels. And I know it always comes up and people say, do people actually buy stuff or take stuff that they have to pay for from mini bars or actually use room service? And of course, the very cocky casino answer would be, well, I take whatever I want from the mini bar because the casino comps it all for me. But but for regular people, that's usually not the case. 
but I, I think, you know, I love, I love the concept of hotels. I love the concept of trips and staycations or being in a hotel and this idea of being served food really nicely in a hotel room, I think is sort of cool, you know, to be able to get a really nice burger on a nice plate with, you know, a glass of wine or a nice breakfast in bed is sort of, is sort of neat. And so much of room service has changed a lot in Las Vegas since COVID because a lot of the full service room service went away. And I think that happened. I think properties wanted to do that because room service was costly and they were not, it was not really a great cost center for them. So they used COVID as an excuse to either discontinue room service or to change room service into that hybrid kind of Uber Eats kind of delivery thing. So you only have the top properties in Vegas like Wynn and Four Seasons and Crockford's that have really proper room service. And places like Bellagio are doing interesting things that in order to get room service like plated, like the way you would want, like really fancy room service, you have to have a minimum order of like $100. And most properties have now shifted to that Uber Eats type thing, like I was just mentioning, especially Caesars, where it just gets delivered to you in containers and it's sort of gross because you get (laughs) – I'm so judgmental about this. It's not really gross. It's just that it's just a lot of paper and plastic. Don't – I know you're laughing at me. uh, And plastic and stuff, and that just sort of bothers me because it's not a nice sort of pretty upscale experience. But – I think there's something to be said for really nice room service at a fair price. And also along those lines, I think there's something to be said of having really cool mini bar assortments of things at a fair price. I always think that if I could source a mini bar, and I actually think there was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm about this with Larry David, where he was sourcing a mini bar for a hotel. I don't know why that just popped into my head. But imagine if you had all those great, cool snacks from Trader Joe's and really good stuff in the mini bar. And if it wasn't marked up to extraordinary levels, like a Snickers $12 or a Coke is $8, wouldn't that be extremely cool and compelling to be able to grab these snacks from your room that are really cool? So I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just old. Maybe this is an outdated concept. Maybe in this very tech-savvy world, things like Uber Eats are what people want. Maybe room service isn't even that special anymore because we've got Uber Eats and DoorDash in our homes. So it's almost like we can get room service delivered to our homes, at least the technological convenience of it, from anywhere. So maybe getting room service in a hotel isn't really so cool anymore. I don't know. Anyway, those are my thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to know what Movestro thinks about room service, because I bet he has a few opinions, because I know he was laughing in the background. Well, when you said, like, everything shows up and it's all, like, you know, ghetto or whatever you said, it, it was just funny. Everything's, like, all mashed together and stuff. It, it does kind of, especially if you have a very nice hotel room, it does take away from that experience because you're getting all, this, all these crammed together items, the sauce is running over into something it shouldn't, and it's gross. But I remember um, when I stayed at Venetian way back, 2009, maybe, um, a friend of mine ordered room service, and it was like having a mini restaurant experience in the room. Like everything just showed up, and oh, they set up the table nice, and they. You know, and everything just looked beautiful and wonderful. It wasn't like, you know, a wrapped up burger from Johnny Rockets. Uh, I'm just saying Johnny Rockets again because I might as well bring it back. But like, you know, it was, but it was like a nice like restaurant experience, but in your room. And it was, it was a cool experience. I'd love to be able to do that again. 
you know, uh, at some point if I do a staycation, but I have to make sure that where I'm staying matches that experience. Like I wouldn't stay at, you know, Flamingo and then order room service. You know, I'd rather get room service at Venetian or something like that. Do I think it's outdated? No, not really. Because Uber Eats and all that, you know, DoorDash, yeah, they'll bring you food. But again, it's it's kind of mashed up. It's in a paper bag or whatever the case is, right? It's got the receipt on it and everything. It's just, you know, it's for your home. But with room service, it's it's different. It's it's a restaurant in the room. Uh, nice table settings and everything, man. It's like, dude, that, that's but you not nailed it. Style. You nailed it because that's the thing. Having something that's like a restaurant experience in your room so you can sit in your underwear and look out and, at the strip. And look out at the strip <laughs> and eat a nice dinner. But there's something to be said for that. Like to be have that like convenience of being able to, you know, to do that. And I have some great I have a great collection of room service photos, which I will I will share. Uh probably okay. I've shared them before in a couple of different places, but I'll throw some up on Twitter this week. But it is an interesting I think it's I, I think it's an interesting concept, and I do think sometimes is it outdated, or do people just not even know better? You know, my my fear is with the stuff like Uber Eats and DoorDash becoming so popular, and especially with like Caesars doing that for all of their properties now, that people are sort of forgetting what real room service was like, right? Because you start doing that, and you do that for a number of years, and there's less and less traditional fancy room service that people start to like not even miss it because they don't know what they're missing. And that would make me really sad. So. I think, yeah, I think there is probably a generation of people who, who don't know what room service really is. Uh, just like there's a generation of people that never played Nintendo and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I think there is probably a generation of, of people out there never had room service before. Don't understand what the big deal is. Like just do DoorDash. Isn't it the same thing? And no, it's not. Now, listen, viewers at home, if you want to be able to be that person that provides those uh, corrections, we already know when we're over 11 minutes. So don't bother with that. We are well aware every time. No need to email or tweet us that we went over 11 <laughs> minutes. We know. I know before the episode comes out, because I look at the timer down here. That being said, Michael, at the 14 minute and 30 second mark, do you have any closing thoughts? My closing thoughts is that since it's Cyber Monday and Travel Tuesday and all that, there are a lot of deals online at Hilton.com for Resorts World, and there are some really good cyber deals. Check it out for Con Conrad and Crockford's. You can book a lot of these deals yourself. Many of them still have a 48-hour cancellation. But definitely scroll down if you look at prices for any of the Resorts World hotels on Hilton.com and look at those cyber deals, especially for suites at Conrad and Crockford's. And that's going to do it for this episode, Luxury Travel Booking, Travel Zork Travel. Visit us at TravelZorkTravel.com to plan your next amazing vacation. And please join the conversation on social media. You can find us easily. All social platforms are at Travel Zork. We'll see you next time.